All right, welcome to the Gym Wars Podcast. I am here with a very special guest, Terry Blachek. He is the co-founder of Orange Theory, CEO of Austin Fitness, correct? Austin Fitness Group, yeah, yes, for Austin sure. Fitness yep. Group. And you have how many locations? How many Orange Theory locations? We right are now? the area developer for uh, six different areas. Yep. We have 135 locations. Yep. Uh, under our umbrella, but we actually own 62 of those. Wow, that's amazing. He has an incredible story. I'm actually not gonna get into it. We're gonna do a slightly different, <laughs> faster okay. podcast because he's a very busy man. I wanna be very careful of your time. So I'm gonna hit you with three different questions. If I'll that's do my cool. best. Okay, awesome. So the first question is, you've been in the fitness industry for a really long time. We just talked, you started literally long from nothing. Long like a, time, you have a yeah. ton of experience. You got all these grays here, brother. You started Orange Theory, you co-founded it. Knowing what you know now about the fitness industry, about Orange Theory, about what's happened with technology, if you could go back and change anything what would you do differently knowing what you know now for orange theory for orange theory specifically you know orange theory was uh, a phenomenon actually i mean we had a great workout ellen had the workout and dave and jerome the, the, the other partners were tremendous at franchising uh we weren't even sure this thing was going to work you know there's a good story about how we got the name orange theory but that's for another yeah another time but i think you know what would we do differently uh, you know, initially we started, we didn't have heart rate monitoring. Mm -hmm. uh, the first two years we didn't do that. Uh, we started heart rate monitoring. We were all writing workout programs on grease boards. Yep. I mean, today you have templates and, yep. you know, it's much more uh, advanced. Well, what would I have done differently? Probably for, my own, for myself, I wouldn't have sold as many licenses, as many oh, franchises. I would have owned more of the stores when from we first- corporate, From a corporate level. Well, from corporate and for me personally, yeah. I, would have, I would have owned more locations. What happens is you try to sell franchises to get the name and the brand mm -hmm. out. You know, that maybe you yeah. know this, maybe you don't, but yep. you know, when we first got started, nobody knew who we were. They yep. thought we were selling uh, uh, Orange Julius. They <laughs> thought we were selling yep. uh, tennis balls. Yep. Uh, we started with the concept of these orange bikes all yep. over town. I remember you know? it. I remember yeah, it. That was my idea. That was I my, loved it. I remember my, seeing them chained. Yeah. I see them. Well, you're a marketing chained. guy. And yep. marketing, it's, it's share of mind to share market. Yep. People were talking about stuff. What did I do? I Googled, what's this orange, orange bike? bike? And yeah, then all of a sudden, I see yeah. orange theory. Yeah, it's yep. fun. Yep. Uh, I met a lady here in San Diego. I said, how'd you hear about orange theory? She said, I saw those orange, orange bikes. bikes. Yeah, that's funny. I know. It's genius. Yeah. Any case. But you, you, you try to get your name out and you try to get the brand and people call this orange therapy, yeah. right? For a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, honestly, in the COVID environment, that was a kind of a good thing because we all know that exercise is good physically, but yep. it's also great for mental health. Without so doubt. orange therapy is a good- uh, That's a great way to be recognized as. Yeah. Like, that's a phenomenal term. But I wouldn't have sold as many licenses as at the beginning. I would have probably wanted to own more of it mm -hmm. and try to work out some of the bugs. Cause as soon as you start selling licenses, you got franchisees out there and yep. everybody does things, even though you have a blueprint and that's why mm -hmm. you get in franchising <clears throat> but everybody does things just a little bit different but it just honestly it was a great concept we didn't invent hit training yeah. we didn't invent any of that yeah we just packaged heart rate monitoring a great workout with treadmills and and weights a total body workout and uh it turned out uh better than we thought on a true story we said if we could get 50 or 100 of these things Are open we'd be pretty excited wow uh, today we have over 1500 stores we're in 23 countries yep uh, four or five different languages. So I was just on the website the other day, and you're no longer selling locations. You're selling like like big areas, right? Like yeah, you well, shut it down well, right now for. There's really it's hard to get an orange fitness in the say. U.S. It's, you can get it uh, internationally. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you can um, um, in, in the U.S. There's still some spots, but not the good, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's hard to find because I was doing some research and I was looking at it, and I was like, wow. So going from a goal of 50 to 100 to now, you literally can't get one in the U.S. Basically, it's hard. Yeah, yeah it's hard. You, you'd have to buy one, an yeah. existing one, if yeah. somebody wanted to sell it. That's but. incredible. Okay, Any cool. Case. Next question. Knowing what you know now, you have a ton of experience. Everything else, like, what do you see as the biggest mistake that studio owners make 
that's keeping them from being successful and growing a very profitable gym business. Well, this is this is going to be right up your alley because, yeah. you know, a lot of people think if you build it, they will come for some reason. You know, fitness guys especially always yep. think, I'm a great fitness guy. Everybody believes what I believe. Everybody's going to come to me with their checkbooks open, and that just yep. doesn't happen. That's nope. <clears throat> that's uh, field of dreams, not baby. realistic. Yeah, for sure. So I think the, the biggest mistake is uh, really not focusing on the sales funnel, yes. not focusing on the membership acquisition piece to understand members in the lead funnel, yep. the leads to, we call them intros, but first visits, yep. the conversion factor, understanding how the funnel really works. And it's really a math problem. Yes. It really comes down to being a math problem is how many leads, how many intros, how many shows and what the conversion factor is. And I think a lot of people don't give that enough credit. Mm -hmm. And the reason they don't is because they love fitness. You know, sales is a dirty word to a yep. fitness guy, right? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> personal trainers think it's a dirty word. So, but I'll tell you what does work is when you start talking to uh, personal trainers and you talk about changing lives yes. and it's getting people involved, it's a status thing yeah, immediately. That, uh, that works. But I, I think the biggest mistake is not focusing on the funnel mm -hmm. and on the importance of acquisition and also retention. Real quick note on this, yesterday we were talking and I was super impressed and I love this because we talk, we preach data, knowing your sales metrics, knowing every piece of your business. And it was really impressive because yesterday you walked through and you knew your metrics from start to finish. You knew how many leads, you knew how many leads you needed, you needed, you knew exactly how many scheduled, you knew what the show rate was to the intros, you knew what the conversion was to the intros across multiple locations on average. You knew that right off, like right away. And a lot of people don't know that, but that's also the reason why sales you're successful. <clears throat> Salespeople, yeah. business owners don't understand that. And if you can clear a path in people's mind about this is the path to follow, yep. follow the path. It's like yep. when you bake a, a cake, you, you know, there's a recipe. You yeah. guys have a recipe. You guys have a recipe. Yep. Follow the damn recipe. That's it. Yeah. Don't, don't switch it up. Yeah. Don't switch it up. I love it. All right, last question. Now I'll let you go. I'm killing it here for you. Dude, you're I'm killing it here for you. You're crushing it. I love it. This is literally exactly <laughs> what we preach. So this is great that someone else is saying it. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, so, I'm yeah, the yeah. one always saying it. And so now There's it's not No transaction. No money has exchanged. No, I did not have nothing. to pay him anything <laughs> to say all these things. This is great. Okay, so the last one is going to be what is next for Orange Theory in your mind? Like, what is your goal? Yeah, you know, I think Orange Theory Fitness has evolved. I think what happened. You know, like I said, we started without heart rate monitoring. We started with grease board, you know, whiteboards, yeah. oh, and yeah. it's evolved. I think you're going to see us migrate more into the strength instead mm -hmm. of uh, a lot of people look at Orange Theory and say, "Oh, it's a cardio workout. It's a cardio. Mm -hmm. It's really a total body workout. Yep. Uh, half cardio, half strength. You know, coach inspired, uh, heart rate based interval training. Mm -hmm. But the but reality is, is I think you're going to see us migrate over to more of the strength training Smart. and have more strength training components within our studios. It's certainly popular now. Yeah. It's what people are looking for. You know, when the health club got started in the early days, there wasn't a lot of cardio. It was yep. about a lot of the big bodybuilders that got together and they had a bunch of equipment in a small area. And that's, that's our unique selling position. Yeah. Still today, I believe the health and fitness business is unique with the strength training. It's yes. not necessarily unique about cardio because during COVID people could walk, they yep. could run, they, they could, could do bike. it all on their own. They could do it all on their own. So yep. they don't really need us for that. Mm -hmm. It's nice, but they don't need us for that. Or you really need us for the strength training. So you're going to see us evolve into strength training. I think we're always looking for more technology mm -hmm. and data points. You're going to yep. see some really cool things come out in the next uh, six months great. from our app and how we use the data points and understanding your body better mm -hmm. and how you respond to exercise. So that's awesome. those are the big things. That's genius on the strength and conditioning, though. That's I would say that's the biggest knock that I hear about Orange Theory yeah. is the lack of uh, strength training. So yep. if y'all can crush that, it will. Well, we've already started. We have a 45-minute class of strength yep. training class. We have that about twice a day right now. But you're going to see us migrate, I think, more to that. That's awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Yep. I really appreciate this. Okay. This is awesome. All right, man. Thanks appreciate your it. Time. Yeah. Take awesome care guys. of these guys. These are good guys. <laughs> uh, they come talking to you, knocking at your door.
Take advantage. Oh, you heard it from the man. I did not have to pay him for that. So that was fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to learn more about the gym business, like the Gym Lords and the Gym Business Podcast, all this stuff with this incredible guest, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Like this if you're on YouTube. Appreciate y'all. We'll catch you on the next one.